0: This episode is sponsored by HelloFresh and by Ray Kong. And it's actually a good thing we're sponsored by HelloFresh this week, because after this first story, you may feel a newfound urge to perhaps eat more home-cooked meals rather than fast food. Mm. Or maybe the opposite, because you're freaky like that. Yeah. You're just a freaky little piglet. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to you. Yeah. Because this here McDonald's hamburger and fry, seen via live stream, just turned 10 years old, and you know it don't look half bad. Mm-hmm. At the very least, it doesn't look uh, all that different compared to when it was ordered 10 years ago. The final McDonald's order served in Iceland before they closed up shop, never to return.
1: Now, the backstory of why McDonald's abandoned its Iceland operations in 2009 is simple. Amidst the global financial crisis, Iceland was hit particularly hard, and its remote location and low population made importing ingredients through the McDonald's supply chain pointlessly expensive. McDonald's Iceland's death came swiftly just days after being announced, closing down for good on Halloween 2009, though it lives on now as Metro Burger, and features many of the exact same menu items, just made with local ingredients. Before that happened, though, a man named Hjörtur Smarrison bought what is now considered to be the last McDonald's order in Iceland, a cheeseburger and fries, which uh, rather than eating, he took home and
0: placed in a plastic bag in his garage. Why? Well, quote, I had heard something about McDonald's never decaying, so I just wanted to find out for myself whether this was true or not. Mm. So, for science, basically. Yeah. Uh, However, he did promptly forget that he was doing this science experiment, only remembering it three years later while preparing to move to Denmark. Uh, there was his bag of McDonald's looking no different than the day he had bought it, which was especially odd because he says he also discovered mice had gotten into all sorts of things in his garage, chewing up shoes and other objects, but not the pristine three-year-old burger and fries. And then they drove out in little cars, mm-hmm. never touching it. Uh, but uh, he
1: was leaving the country and not wanting to simply throw away what he saw as an Icelandic historical artifact, he donated it to the National Museum of Iceland. And there it remained on display for another three years, before a specialist advised the museum to get rid of it on the grounds that the museum could not preserve food. Which was ironic, considering the food was doing a perfectly fine job of preserving itself. Before getting rid of it, though, the museum called up Horter Smarason and asked him if he wanted it back. But he was still over in Denmark, though, so he arranged for some friends of his to take it and put it on display in their hostel. A few years later, it moved to a different hostel where it remains to this day, being live-streamed 24-7, despite its appearance never changing. One day something will happen, though, and you want to be there for it. Red truck. Mm-hmm. Red truck. <laughs> I'll be there this, this Christmas on the uh, Jackson Hole cam. Oh, baby. I'll, I'll tweet it out. So, uh, are they still camming? Oh, they are. And I'm very excited to,
0: to walk in front of that camera and say red truck as loud as possible. Now, of course, this guy isn't the first person to think to do this mm-hmm. with some old McDonald's. In fact, he's not even the only person to do this in Iceland at the time McDonald's closed. Uh, this guy, Einstein Guthny, I think, mm-hmm. he bought a burger and fries and kept it in his cupboard for a year before opening it back up. And then he ate it. Mm,
1: delicious. Just as good as the day it came out of the he steam. He didn't eat it,
0: but he got his hands all over it. Mm-hmm. He got really hands on. And yeah, it was mostly unchanged. It was just, you know, dehydrated and rock solid. But a decade before that, in 1999, a guy in Utah named David Whipple, he also tried the same thing. His original intention was to just save the burger for two weeks so he and his friends could see what would happen. But he forgot about it, and it remained stuffed in the pocket of a coat and undiscovered for two years. It's something about uh, like uninhabitable landscapes where humans shouldn't exist
1: just really brings out the imagination in people. Yeah. What if I bought a burger and let it sit around?
0: It's it's usually just that that particular, you know, thing. What if I did that? Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm a bit of a scientist myself. Yeah. And I've got an experiment I would like to try.
1: And I've got an infinite amount of time on my hands. Might as well go for it. Yeah. Now, Whipple says at one point he nearly sold the burger on eBay for $2,000. To some fucking psychopath, probably. But decided to hold on to it so that he could scare his grandkids into eating healthy or... uh, thinking that uh, the value would grow as the years go on, which might be the case. Yeah. But that's a very grandpa thing to do, scare your grandkids with a yeah. uh, a burger that has not changed
0: in decades. Yeah, and you can say OK Boomer to that. It's not an insult. It's, like, it's just a very Boomer thing to do. You said you were giving that word back to the teens. I didn't say I'm saying that. I'm just saying you could mm. say OK Boomer to this man keeping his weird old McDonald's hamburger around to scare his children. Because... That's kind of a boomer thing to do. They like teaching lessons. The audience needs to hold Elliot's feet to the fire here. I didn't drop it. it. Uh, Yeah. Well, anyway.
1: uh... It's unclear what the status of that burger is currently, but he did send it over to the daytime talk show The Doctors back in 2013 to be examined on air, and he was maintaining a blog about the burger until July of 2014. So that's a very long time. But what if we told you there exists a fully intact McDonald's hamburger that is 24
0: years old? Well, well, older than a lot of you watching. There is a burger that is that old. Yeah, so when news of the Icelandic burger's birthday started making the rounds of like a week ago, over in Australia, two guys by the names of Casey Dane and Edward Nitz took some offense to this because they've actually been holding on to a quarter pounder since 1995. Mm. They were just 14 years old at the time and had purchased what they described as a ridiculous amount of McDonald's. Unable to finish it all, a friend who was visiting from out of town jokingly told them to hold on to it for him until he came back, so they did, and he never came back. Did he die? Uh, They don't explain. I'm worried about this guy. I know. He said he'd be back. As teenagers, they used the burger as a gag to gross out their friends, but eventually they forgot about it until 2015, 20 years after purchase, when the burger was rediscovered in Edward Nitz's sister's shed, looking good as new. Mm. Unlike the Icelandic burger, there was evidence of rodents having chewed up various things around it, but never the burger itself.
1: Hmm. It's like these rodents know
0: something that we don't. Yeah. They are
1: smarter than we think they are. Needless to say, the owners of the burger, which that burger turns 25 in February, they no longer eat at McDonald's. That burger can rent a car. Yeah. Just like the rats who refuse to eat it. Mm-hmm. But the question remains, why exactly does food from McDonald's seem to last so damn long? Well, this topic has come up enough times that McDonald's actually has an official statement on the matter that's been on their website since at least 2013. In the right environment, our burgers, like most other foods, could decompose. But in order to decompose, you need certain conditions, specifically moisture. Without sufficient moisture, either in the food, itself, or the environment, bacteria and mold may not grow, and therefore, decomposition is unlikely. So if food is or becomes dry enough, it is unlikely to grow mold or bacteria or decompose. Food prepared at home that is left to dehydrate could see similar results. Look closely. The burgers you are seeing are likely dried out and dehydrated, and by no means the same as the day they were purchased. The reality is that our burgers are made only with 100% USDA inspected beef. There are no preservatives or fillers in our patties, and the
0: only thing ever added is a touch of salt and pepper on the grill. So yeah, I mean, basically any food that's kept in a dry environment and manages to dehydrate itself before mold or bugs can take root, it's probably going to last a while. It's that salt lake.
1: Too close to the Salt Lake there in Utah. Yes. So that's what's drying it out. It's a great place to cure your meats.
0: I like curing meats on the the Great Salt Lake. Yeah. Uh, But also, what McDonald's fails to mention in their little statement there is that, while their beef is totally normal, uh, up until about a year ago, their bread and cheese were just packed full of antifungal preservatives. Mm -hmm. The cheese should have been the first thing to fucking go on all of this. Yes. Uh, Plus, you know, a ton of salt in everything, which is still the case. They're like, oh, yeah, you need the presence of moisture in the food. And without it, like, why isn't there moisture in the food?
1: Yeah. It's why the people of Utah live to be 200.
0: Yeah. They're nasty, though.
1: And they don't drink coffee.
0: So, yeah, these all these forever burgers that you see, they're basically mummies, mm. which I guess does, in fact, justify them being in a museum. Does it taste like jerky when you bite into it? I, I, I don't know.
1: Where's but, that guy that, like, wh- wasn't there, like, that guy that would do gross food shit on YouTube? Shoe Nice. Yeah, well, let's get him some of these burgers. Yeah. He'll eat them.
0: I mean, yeah. Someone needs to, yeah, either send him one of these, or, I mean, like, how hard is it? Every, everyone watching this, go out to McDonald's, get yourself a burger, throw it in your closet, forget about it. Ten years it keeps from now. Keeps the rats away. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> rats hate them. They are offended <laughs> by them. If you got a rat problem, throw a couple burgers around the house. Guys, let's go find another house. <laughs> oh, Some God, real fucking weirdos they're here. They're on to us. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the real question is why in the current year there has not been a single person brave enough to actually try and eat one of these mummy burgers. Everyone's talking about the burgers. No one's tasting the burgers. Mm-hmm. So come on, weirdos. Do it. Eat the burger. Eat the damn come on. burger. <laughs> you're a little piggy. You're hungry. You want to eat the burger.
1: The rats see these burgers. They turn the little car right around.
0: Mm-hmm. Er- <laughs> <laughs> er- Ber- straight over to somewhere else, in and out or something. Oh, I... Uh- We've been talking about those rats. What, what I really want to see, mm-hmm. what will really convince me of the rat future is if yeah. they can teach one to parallel park. Yeah, that'll be great. I want to see a rat just parallel park into a parking space. Just perfectly. City. Get out and look at how, how good he did.
1: Yep, that's good. Mm-hmm. They'd be a lot better than most of the people that live in our city. Yes, they would. Now, but speaking of nasty eating, let's talk about cannibalism. Yum. Not human cannibalism, though. Ant cannibalism. Some researchers in Poland have been periodically checking on an old Soviet nuclear bunker for the past few years to check on how wildlife is reclaiming the man-made structure for itself. While initially studying the bat population in this bunker, they discovered that a large colony of ants also living there had accidentally separated into two groups. Basically, over the years, members of the original colony had fallen through a hole in a ventilation
0: pipe down into a room from which they could not escape. Sucks to be them, but surprisingly... This second colony of fallen ants managed to thrive over the years, despite being in complete darkness, without a source of food, or access to the outside world. Also, no queen. Mm. How could this happen? Well, cannibalism, that's how. Basically, some of the ants would survive the fall. Some would die. Over the years, this kept on happening, so the ronin colony had a steady supply of both new members and food in the form of their dead relatives which is not only bleak and morbid, but also very unusual for ants, who usually only do cannibalism when they're at war with another colony.
1: Hmm. Kind of sounds like the humans in Demolition Man, but with ants. Uh, Anyways, life finds a way. Uh, The scientists counted one million live ants and two million dead ones, along with no evidence of cocoons, larvae, or queens. The next question the scientists had was, what if we gave these ants a way back up to the old colony? And... Science is fun. So they positioned a long piece of wood to allow this, and sure enough, the next time they checked, nearly all of the fallen ants had returned home and also given up their old cannibalistic ways. They say it's evidence of the tremendous adaptive ability of ants in general to survive in difficult conditions, which is cool for them, I suppose, but not very comforting if you've ever dealt with an ant problem in your house. Kind of scary, but... uh, I feel that This is the way humans would react as well. Those people that had the plane crash and had to eat people to survive, they're not out still
0: eating people because they had a taste
1: for human flesh. Anymore. They're
0: not, but what's complicated is, like, I don't know how long an ant can live. I would presume not, like, this is over the course of years. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would assume, at a certain point, the vast majority of the ants down there, well, actually, no, they'd all, because they, they can't have reproduced. They were all OG ants from the OG colony. So yeah, the ants I mean, are tough bastards. It is interesting that they, they were welcomed They were welcomed home with open arms. Like, oh, how'd you guys? Where the fuck have you guys been? How'd you guys live so long down there? Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, unlike the
1: Australians in our previous story, the ants came back. Mm-hmm. Came back from the war. We were
0: out buying cigarettes. Yeah, but here we are. Anyway, let's switch gears now from talking about cannibalism over to binge drinking and check in on one of this show's newest uh, characters. Liu Shishao, a.k.a. Hebei Pangzai, a.k.a. the Chinese guy who posts videos of himself drinking absurd amounts of alcohol very quickly. As we said last time, it's great to have a weekly weird character who isn't also a huge piece of shit. And in the weeks since we first talked about him, he refreshingly hasn't milkshake-ducked himself. That's good. In fact, he's managed to
1: become even more endearing. It's so refreshing seeing a random guy get famous on the internet for doing some dumb thing and, and be so genuinely happy and excited and nice about it. In addition to more drinking videos, he started posting more content of his daily life in rural China, and has even started a YouTube channel featuring content longer than what Twitter allows, in more of a vlog style. In one, we get to see a bit more of his village and the farmland around it, before then giving a tutorial on how to knock out the bottoms of glass bottles using just the palm of your hands, which he calls Thanos palm, and uh, also how to poke holes in beer cans with just your finger, which he calls Hulk's finger. He loves Marvel. very cool. like. He's the opposite of Martin Scorsese.
0: Yeah. Give this man... <laughs> the keys to the kingdom. Yeah. I want to see his movie. Yeah, I want to give him Goodfellas 3. hmm In another video, he gives a great tutorial on how to make dumplings, but he first uses like five separate camera setups to demonstrate that he is, in fact, riding his scooter home from work in order to do this. Okay. It's adorable. Yeah. It's like, how will they know that I've switched locations if I don't... Set up a camera at every turn of my ride home. The man is a filmmaker. And I dare say he should do Goodfellas 3. He should. The Wolf of Wall Street 2. Yeah. Give it to him. Uh, Yeah, it's all very adorable. And the dumplings look delicious as hell. Mm -hmm. Like, give this man a show. His, His wife, who he has previously mentioned is not a big fan of his drinking videos, seems quite happy with the dumplings that he cooked for her. It's very nice. He does, however, end the video by saying... As one Chinese old saying goes, one will get prosperous when eating dumplings with alcohol and then immediately popping open a bottle of beer to tornado that shit down the gullet because, you know, that's <laughs> like sort of Like slap him afterward? No. I thought we were done with this. He 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 was smart. He appeased her by cooking her a delicious meal and serving it to her. Yeah. And then while she was eating and, you know, getting a little bit of the itis because dumplings are filling. Yeah. That's when he he pounced and He's popped that bottle. He's teaching great life lessons. Mm-hmm.
1: Happy wife, happy life. Then you can do all the drinking you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Back on Twitter, though, he continues to justify his status as a true king. In one post, he is shown helping out at the local school, installing a new blackboard. Quote, no matter how ordinary you are, there is always something you can do to help others. Thank you, my friends, for your private encourages. I will do my best to help others, although I just a peasant. In response to the overwhelming amount of positive messages he's been receiving, he wrote, you guys always say that I am a king. I am an inspiration to you. But I want to tell you all, that is you who inspired me. Without you guys, I would never know I can bring that much happiness to people around the world, to people who are even in difficult situations.
0: Yeah, he's full of all sorts of positive wisdom. Mm -hmm. In one post, he writes, As I said, a king can not only drink and break bricks. A true king always loves his family and his friends. Love is the most powerful strength. Love your family. Cook them delicious food. Good night, my friends. That's fucking... He's great. He's great. (laughs) I love (laughs) this guy so much. Uh, He's also humble uh, over a video of him just absolutely botching his beer tornado technique and getting beer all over himself. He wrote, I am an ordinary person. If my family and I can eat well and wear warm clothes, I will be very satisfied. Happiness is the most important. And uh, this week he posted about his childhood on the farm and how much he misses his old friends. He, He asked people to reply with their own childhood memories, and then he spent... Hours Replying to nearly all of the hundreds of sincere replies. So this man's
1: YouTube channel takes off. He's going to be the richest person in his village. In no time. But I don't think he would keep the money. He'd give it back to the community. Yeah, well, the I government see. would take it. But but so whatever's yeah. left over, he would give back to the community. I yeah. feel very strongly about that.
0: Last thing. If he gets too big, he might get in trouble with the government. Yeah. Because like I don't think they'd be cool with this.
1: Well... He's been practicing to survive in an, an internment camp for a while now. He, yeah, he, he, he throw a
0: couple months. Yeah, he, can, he Yeah, that's right. He's built up a good layer of fat. Yeah. So he, but, like, yeah, you also you put him in prison. All he needs is, like, a single chopstick. Pop the guard's head clean off.
1: Yeah. You don't want to put this man behind bars. You don't know what he... He's crafty. He you can break bricks done. with his hand. Just break out of the prison yeah. like the Hulk.
0: He is. He is a gentle giant. He is a Maybe, teddy bear.
1: Yeah. Maybe his story ends with him... Destroying communism.
0: Also, his DMs are open. I, I DM'd him <laughs> yeah. like this week. I was just like, hey, just want to know. Love your posts. Yeah. Great. Have a great day. Did he respond? Uh, not yet. Oh, he's just
1: like Ninja. I'm sure he gets swamped. Uh, anyways, he has also managed to learn how to deal with fan art properly by thanking the artist and urging his followers to follow them. Yeah. This man is simply too pure and good for a website like Twitter. But it's great that he's there because it's nice to be reminded sometimes that the world isn't all shit. And because he's technically breaking the law by posting content and interacting with users on Twitter and YouTube, which are both blocked in China, hopefully he can manage to keep doing this without getting into too much trouble. We, we must protect him at all costs.
0: Yeah. I mean, he can't get too big. He needs to just, you know, keep He is already going.
1: on their radar, for sure. Oh, absolutely. But he, he is... But to, I think... To, th- to the government's credit, he's portraying a decent
0: side of Chinese culture. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. I think the government... You know, they got alerted to this, they're like, oh fuck. What do you think you're doing? And they looked at their posts and they looked, yeah, they at, they looked look at their response, they're like, wait, yeah. this is the most positive thing anyone in America has said about China in like years. Yes. Yeah. Keep it going. So we're not gonna mess with it for mm. now. Yeah. But don't you say anything y- bad. Yeah, you keep our name out of your mouth, Hebei Pangzai. No. You stick to stick to sports, all right? Yeah. Anyway, while we're on the topic of internet culture, it's now been nearly two weeks since OK Boomer. Oh, you st- I'm reading a story. Uh-huh. Since the phrase entered the mainstream discourse, thanks to articles from CNBC and the New York Times, which prompted literally every other news outlet to pick up on the story, which prompted every boomer with a newspaper column or radio show to write some textbook boomer responses about why the teens shouldn't be so mean to them. OK Boomer persists, though. And to be fair, using boomer as an insult was around on the internet for at least one or two years leading up to all this mm-hmm. mainstream discourse. So it has plenty of momentum left in it. Not even, mo- like,
1: it's not even that it's, like, riding on whatever momentum is left. Or it's... it's People who are being called this term are actually more upset now than they were a week ago, so it makes it that much more damning to use it. It's running on green energy. It's completely self-sustaining. Well, no, it's running on the energy of anger yeah. from the older generation. when they keep, If you keep putting coals in the fire... Yeah. Or wood in the fire. Yeah. It's going to keep rolling.
0: It's also not so much a meme used between young people. It's a meme used by young people against older people in most cases. Their
1: anger is fueling it. And if they'd stop being angry, it would be lame and no one would do it. Yeah. So it's their fault. Self-sustaining. But all memes eventually die out or at least become painfully uncool once enough people become aware of them. Damn, Daniel. Uh, (laughs) That may be the case now that 25-year-old millennial politician Chloe Swabrick of New Zealand has deployed OK Boomer in the chambers of parliament. That's not to say she personally has misused the meme in any way,
0: though. In fact, if this ends up killing the meme, it's a great way to go out. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, what happened is that Chloe Swabrick was giving a speech in Parliament about climate change and how the New Zealand government hasn't done enough to deal with it, and also how she'll be alive and well in 2050 when scientists predict it's going to really hit the fan, while her colleagues... We'll probably all be dead or at least nearly dead. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of talking about this, some other member of parliament, seemingly a boomer, yep. decided to heckle her, and she replied with a swift, okay boomer, before immediately continuing her speech right where she left off. It was the perfect transition because she didn't like
1: rest on it or no. let it breathe or like smirk like, or anything. It was just straight through. Just yeah. perfect.
0: In many ways, it's the ultimate perfect use of OK Boomer because it's literally one generation of politician speaking about how the older generation of politicians has created a huge mess for future generations, and then being heckled by that older generation of politician who doesn't want to hear any of it.
1: Uh, I mean, baby boomer specifically relates to the American baby boom, but I'll. I'll it's international to- at this point. Sure. Uh, of course, every OK boomer has a second stage in which the boomer gets mad and deflects all responsibility, therefore or thereby justifying the phrase's use in the first place. And in response to that, Chloe Swarbrick wrote the following on Facebook. Today, I have learned that responding succinctly and in perfect jest to somebody heckling you about your age as you speak about the impact of climate change on your generation with the literal title of their generation makes some people very mad. So I guess millennials ruin humor. That, or we just need to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and abstain from avocados. That's the joke.
0: Very millennial response.
1: Do they have avocados down there? Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. They actually, when I was there, I was shocked. They're all about avocados. Cool. They probably grow well. New Zealand, great farmland. Multiple climates, A real real breadbasket. Yeah. Uh, Still, though, many are saying that what she did was cringe and has killed the meme. But we would argue that as long as people continue to get disproportionately mad at the simple phrase, OK, Boomer, Mm -hmm. this meme still has life in it. And of course, Boomer is, as they say, not just an age, but rather a state of mind. So it makes sense that one of the most boomery responses to this came from Ryan Saavedra, who is a millennial, but also a writer for Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire, which cancels out the Mm -hmm. millennial part. Quote, what a disrespectful little twit. This trend where younger generations are increasingly mocking and becoming disrespectful towards older generations is BS. If someone is way older than you and is successful in life, chances are they know a lot more than you, and you should listen. Uh, yeah, because age equals uh, intelligence. Yeah, so his post has over 300 replies, uh, and nearly all of them are simply OK Boomers. So it's beautiful. You'd love to meme see meme it. sustains itself.
1: Yes. Now, speaking of other topics we've covered before, we keep telling you all to stop it with the gender reveal parties. But... Uh, Not you, but I guess everyone else. You keep on doing them, and you keep proving our point. Last week, we talked about how a gender-reveal pipe bomb ended up killing the grandmother of a baby whose gender was about to be revealed. But it turns out we missed the fact that this wasn't the only gender-reveal explosion to happen in Iowa that week. Another one happened just a few days later, though luckily nobody was killed. Here's an odd detail from the police report, though. A commercially available gender reveal kit was found to be the cause of the explosion. So, apparently, they're just mass producing this yeah. right sort of now. I can't even
0: get mint jewel pods. Yeah, because I'm going to hurt myself. But over in Iowa, they're selling bombs under the yeah. guise of uh, gender reveal kits? Mm-hmm. hmm Anyways, this week, yet another gender reveal disaster came to light, this time involving a plane crash. The crash, which happened back in September, was revealed by a National Transportation Safety Board report this week that says the crash occurred while the crop dust plane was flying at low altitude, attempting to drop 350 gallons of pink water for a gender reveal. It stalled in the process and crashed, and while injuries are reported to be minor, perhaps this is yet another sign from God to, I don't know, please cut this shit out. Mm-hmm. Come on. Just Someone's already been killed. Just do a cake or something. Or
1: don't do anything at
0: all. I mean, all this gender reveal shit, it's, all it's telling me is just abolish gender. Yeah. Get rid of the entire concept of gender. Because no, we can't be trusted with
1: it. Baby showers, they, they don't result in enough presence for the mom to be. you got to have two parties leading up to the birth of the child.
0: Yeah, it's out of hand.
1: No. Y'all are out of hand.
0: hmm
1: Before we get into more news, uh, this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh, as we mentioned earlier. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit delivery service, bringing you easy, seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen.
0: Say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food. HelloFresh has you covered. Break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 20-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes
1: each week. There's something for everyone. From family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian, and fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers.
0: I got a box of this recently. got a really good pasta dish. Mm. I don't know a lot about cooking pasta, so it was nice to, you know, dip my toes in there. Pasta, it's easy and it's hard. (laughs) But it's mostly easy. Yeah. But if you want to make it hard, you can do that. But it's also delicious, Yeah, which is my favorite part of getting the meals because it
1: takes me out of my comfort zone, literally.
0: Mm-hmm. And for a limited time only, get nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to hellofresh.com weeklyweird9 and entering the code weeklyweird9 at checkout. Again, that's nine free meals by going to hellofresh.com weeklyweird9 and using the promo code weeklyweird9.
1: This episode is also sponsored by Raycon. In these post-headphone jack times that we live in, everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing as the other top brands. Their latest model, the E25, is their best yet, with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice, noise-isolating fit. Raycon's earbuds are comfortable, perfect for on-the-go listening and taking phone calls. And unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet. Uh, They have no dangling wires or stems.
0: Yeah, it's like they're not even there, but Mm -hmm. they are. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great, too. Raycon was co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg and Cardi B are obsessed with Raycon earbuds. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors at an unbeatable price. We genuinely love our Raycon earbuds. Mm -hmm. I use them literally every day. So, yeah, we can't recommend them enough. Go to buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird to get 15% off your order of Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. Again, that is buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird.
1: Uh, Now let's get into headlines with just the most absurd, ridiculous, anger-inducing,
0: frustrating, uh, offensive headline. That we could ever start headlines with. So many things at once. And from a guy that he specializes in this sort of thing. Yeah.
1: Rapper T.I. says he accompanies his daughter to the gynecologist every year to ensure she's a virgin. This story is horrifically fucked up. She's 18. Yeah, she's in college. Uh, You can uh, break your hymen... In a multitude
0: of ways. Well, his response to that, he's like... I don't let her do that like, stuff. she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bikes. She don't do no sports. Give me the results. That Bet hymen no. better be clean. And I want him expeditiously or whatever Yeah, he also, yeah. like... Expeditiously. It's like, uh, he, he kind of admits to, like, violating HIPAA laws by, like, <laughs> coercing his daughter. Yeah, info, to sign like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a release so he yeah. can actually hear the results. It's just, like, it's pretty it's fucked up. And yeah. it's like, everyone's just like, wait, are you serious? It's like, yeah, with, yeah. And no, you know, it's different for my sons. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't want them getting into trouble, but obviously i got to protect my daughter's hymen way more than that. It's, 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 uh, it's fucking, fucking weird. It's
1: fucking weird, terrible. This great is not way, how to parent.
0: Yeah, it's a great way to, like, you know, and he mess said it, up your kids. He
1: said it proudly, yeah. as if everyone does it or something. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I raise my kids right. I go to the gynecologist at least once a year to make sure that she is still a virgin. T.I. is a fucking weird guy. I, I interviewed him once for like some movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, a, he's very intense. Did he check I, your vagina? To no, make sure he didn't. Your did. hymen was intact. He didn't. He tried. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Man, let me see the results. T.I. Didn't you just get out of
1: jail? Mm. Come on. Well, yeah. Doesn't he brag about like his sons uh, like banging chicks and they're younger? Uh, I don't know if he went that far, but no. he he's like seems yeah. okay with it. Though. He's like, yeah, I'll admit, there's a difference. Uh, Wow, what a total piece of shit. Yeah. A perfect example of how not to raise your children. And...
0: uh, I hope she replies, "Okay, Boomer. uh, Apparently, she's been uh, on Twitter
1: liking every tweet that mocks her father.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, I I looked at her her Instagram. She's a model. And, -hmm. like, you know, she's in college. She's modeling. She's got... Very much seems to have her own life right now. Yeah. And... She's also got a full... And she's... Yeah. (laughs) And uh, it seems like, you know, she's just trying to take care of her stuff. And, if anything... Doesn't like being the subject of all this conversation. Of course right now. not. Like, now it's everybody. Oh, cool.
1: Not only do, is it a huge <laughs> violation of privacy for his daughter yeah. and him inside their family, but then he goes bragging about it
0: in it's front of like, the whole fucking it's world. Possibly the most fucking embarrassing shit you could yeah ever say about your kid.
1: Proudly telling the world about her uh, hymen intact.
0: Yeah. Well. Wow.
1: Fucking. Someone's going to get killed over having sex with his daughter one day. Yeah. It's... I don't like... It's very... The vibes are fucked. fucked they're fucked vibes. T.I. has right. fucked vibes. <laughs> sorry, T.I. I mean, not sorry. You're a piece of shit for doing this. Yeah. It's Just not, don't fucking, like, come after me or something. It's not cool, man. Yeah.
0: Next headline. Indonesian cleric who helped write adultery laws caned over a fair. Huh. Well, at least they're consistent there. Yeah, unlike, unlike Mr. T.I., yeah. In Indonesia, they <laughs> don't want anyone fucking. Yeah. Even the people who wrote the laws, who violate the laws. Not safe. Although um, I, did, I did read a theory. It's like he, he, this was a long con. He gets off on being caned. Perfect. BDSM is very taboo over there. He Why does he keep cheating on his so, wife? So, yeah, he, he, he did it just so he could get, finally, some pleasure. Does uh,
1: him getting off to the flagellation also count as an affair? with the person doing the flagellating? Oh, I hope so, for his sake. He just... It's a never-ending cycle, just yeah. infinite flogging.
0: Keep it coming, boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh. An 11-year-old girl in Zimbabwe jumped on top of a crocodile and gouged his eyes out when it attacked her nine-year-old friend. Jesus Christ. A fucking badass. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Oh. She's like, uh... She's like, alien, yeah. She
1: knew to go for the eyes, too. Perfect.
0: Yeah. She's like, yeah, I mean, I was the oldest kid in the group. Everyone else is younger, so it was my responsibility to kill the crocodile Mm -hmm. and you know save my friend and she did like the friend got away with just like some scrapes on her despite being like pulled into the river by a giant ass croc yeah it's a very brief moment of time where you can actually uh, stage a rescue there did she keep the eyeball like the guy in Happy Gilmore tore that son of a bitch's eye out uh I didn't read anything like that but Mm -hmm. I think the crocodile got the message
1: yeah this is like a more extreme version of when that Australian guy punched the kangaroo Still one of the greatest videos of all time. (laughs) Just clocks him. It is, yeah. Yeah. Woman crashes car in blood-soaked carry costume, freaks out good Samaritan and first responders. As far as car crashes go, this one turned out to be quite fun. Yeah. Like the car that that got hit and the balloons flew out of the car. Yeah. Well, this this one,
0: it was more like everyone who showed up at the scene was like, oh my God! (laughs) Are you okay? Yeah. It was a costume. Yeah, she said she had to keep explaining herself because, you know, first one was a good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. he, like, immediately got on the 911. He's like, yeah, you can send everyone you got. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's a costume. It's a costume. I'm fine. Yeah. And then, like, three ambulances and, like, two fire trucks showed up. She gets out, and she's like, look, I'm standing. I'm fine. And they're like, oh, my God, ma'am, are you okay? She's like, it's not real blood. It's fake. Yeah. then, like, backup showed up, and she had to just, like, keep explaining herself. Did she ever make it to the party?
1: <laughs> when are we going to get to the fireworks factory?
0: <laughs> Did she get to the party? Uh, I think she was on her way home. Oh. So, yes, I assume she did. Well, that's good. At least she went to the party first and then got into an accident. She was promoting a local production, a stage production of Carrie. So, hopefully this helped with, uh, you know, putting butts in those seats.
1: Yeah. Florida man arrested for threatening to kill his neighbors with pellet gun tells deputies he
0: will bond out and go back to disfigure them.
1: Sir, that's Mm -hmm. a threat.
0: All right. You've made bail. So, you know, while you're out on bail, just... You know, don't bother your neighbors. Keep cool. Keep cool. I don't no, think so. I'm gonna go right back. All right, I'm not gonna kill them. But uh, you know how I threatened to kill them, and that's why I'm here. I'm gonna go right back out, and I'm gonna fucking do it again. Uh, that's still a crime. Mm, I don't think so. Seen a few episodes of Law and Order myself, mm-hmm. and I have the, bond, the the bail money right here. Yeah, I believe I'm free to go. Uh, why are you putting the handcuffs <laughs> back on my hands? Stop! This guy can't stop making <laughs> threats. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, yeah, so he's not out. Mm, Good. He's he's still behind bars. Off the streets. China woman almost dies from heart attack after son couldn't do a math problem. Very disrespectful to his elders, not being able to solve the math problem. This woman is racist Mm -hmm. because that's a very racist joke that she just did. A lot lot of stereotyping Uh, going on here. Funny bit, lady. Giving yourself a heart attack just to tell a fucking racist joke about Asians and how, you know, the parents are... You know, helicopter parents who yep. insist on their kids being really good at math. It's fucked up that you did that. And then after that, she broke her leg trying to run around a car.
1: <laughs> fucking
0: committed to the bit at least. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, real funny lady.
1: Yeah, fucking racist.
0: Yeah. But yeah, she, <laughs> she was yelling at her kid. She's like, he he just wouldn't understand this math problem. And I was getting angrier and angrier and angrier, and then it's just like, oh, <laughs> And I had to go to the hospital, and yeah, it was a heart attack. Oh. It's like, maybe you should fucking calm down then. Jesus. That kid's going to grow up to be Albert Einstein. Well, that kid now knows he has a superpower to, That's like, true. kill his mom. Mm-hmm. Just, like, pretend you don't understand what she's saying. Mom, two plus two equals seven.
1: Oh! Oh! <laughs> uh, boba pizza. Domino's cooks up pie with bubble tea-inspired toppings. Gross. Ugh. It probably looks like throw-up.
0: It looks real weird. I don't know. It... it... So it's got, it's got the bobas on it, mm-hmm. and they also, I don't think it has tomato sauce. So the it's boba like, should be the tomato sauce. So it's, it's, it's like soft, sweet-ish bread. Mm-hmm. Still has mozzarella cheese. Of course. And then it's got the bobas all over it. And then they, they cover it with honey oh. on top. So it's sort of a, like I, Asia has this thing with like, they don't really have a concept of like dessert. Everything's sort of savory and sweet at the same okay. time. You said um, it mommy. I mean, they do now, but dessert is a very Western concept, mm-hmm. there's, and there's a lot of food in Asia that's just, like, weird combinations of things so that plastic, you wouldn't normally They put a plastic tarp here.
1: over the pizza, and you have to stick a straw through it to suck it all up? That would
0: be clever. hmm I don't know how that would work, though. Well, But some where, guy... What Domino's did this? It's in Taiwan. It's only oh, in Taiwan. Okay. Well, yeah. Some guy reviewed it, and he's like, guys... Look, don't knock it until you try it. Mm -hmm. It's fucking great.
1: Now people are going to be fighting fighting Domino's employees here in America to get them a goddamn boba pizza. I mean, they
0: should bring it over. Come on. Man up, Domino's. Mm -hmm. We want to try it. The data is there. People in America will eat literally anything (laughs) if it's a limited time promotion and it's the slightest bit weird. Yeah, just get a uh, Twitter trend going like, and you'll be all good. Every year, some fucking fast food place debuts like a black bun that turns your shit bright green. and People are like, I'm going to do it. Have you seen this? I'm going I'm to eat the black burger and I'm going to poop and I'm going to film my green poop. McDonald's for the unleashes views. the
1: vintage burger. Yeah. This, these burgers are 25 years old.
0: People will do eat it. Eat them.
1: Aged. Mm-hmm. Aged <laughs> to, age to <laughs> perfection. Kiwi holidaying in Gold Coast floods apartment in bid to get rid of sex workers. So this is a pe- person from New Zealand visiting Australia?
0: Yeah, they were in Australia. They decided to, you know, while you're there, get a bit of a prostitute. You know? <laughs> yes Call up a cold girl. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They said, I wouldn't fuck someone from my country. Said that he uh, showed up and did not look at all like the picture. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to get rid of her. First he fucked her. And then when There's she asked, buyer's remorse. When, he, when she asked for the money, he's like, oh, yeah, let me go get my wallet. And then he pulled the fire alarm and uh, they had to evacuate the hotel and mm-hmm. there was like you know thousands of dollars in water damage
1: yeah smart big yeah. brain
0: and he was caught on camera doing it so you know they found him pretty quickly and they're like what are you doing what are you doing he's like "Look, oh, I got look a good like... reason alright yeah she didn't look like the picture <laughs> yeah still fucked her yeah but she will not hot I can't do it yeah can't do it
1: did they send him back home to his own country after that probably yeah they'll
0: kick you out they will kick you out of Australia yeah Curb damaged by city truck 26 years ago, scheduled for repair by 2037. Another thing you should call dominoes about. They do. They fix uh, the roads. They do potholes. I don't know if they do curbs. Well, they need to pivot. Yeah. No. This is up in Winnipeg. Oh, Winterpeg? Winterpeg. Oh, you, you think it's cold now? You should come back when it's really cold. I mean, I I don't. I think they like literally can't do like road well, work no, yeah. for half the half year. Half <laughs> the shit's going to keep piling up without a better solution to this. Mm-hmm. But it's also, you can't I mean, even
1: see the curbs half the year because it's covered in
0: snow. Yeah. I think, I think it's, just, it's just this is pushed so far down as like a non-essential thing yeah. but it just keeps getting bumped.
1: Yeah, we'll get to it. 2037. Because it's
0: like, it's like the corner of the curb leading into the driveway. It's just like, who cares? You know? At this point, some
1: local company should just fucking fix it and take all the good press. Yeah. Yeah, we went out there, five minutes, a bit of concrete and a shovel. Looks good as new. A lot of cities get real weirded out by that though. Yeah. Like, they don't like regulations cuz now if someone fucking yeah. trips on it and gets hit by a car or something.
0: Yeah. Sue the city. They showed other people in this guy's neighborhood that they like they rebuilt it using like rocks. Yeah. This is, like it looks all like a little section of the curb is like medieval no, wall. It's pretty use, awesome actually. <laughs>
1: He's ramen noodles. So you need to pack it in with ramen noodles. Oh yeah. Yeah. What did they
0: fix with ramen noodles? Everything.
1: Yeah, you can fix like drywall with it, right? Well, I, well, the the jury's still out on whether those videos are uh, real or not. Well, yeah. I want to believe. <laughs> drunk man pleads guilty after he's caught trying to have sex with a pile of leaves. Ugh.
0: I don't know why the have sex is in quotes. I mean, he was he was trying to fuck that pile of leaves. Yeah, I can't imagine that would feel
1: very good, but uh, no, he's drunk. It's a pile of leaves. It's just he said he was drunk, and then thick and he's, high, as hell.
0: he's high on both marijuana and cocaine. It's like. I still don't see how that combination makes you want to fuck inanimate objects like a pile of dead leaves. I was looking at them. you had that, that big, thick leaf ass. Mm. Yeah. You're looking good, leaves.
1: Yeah, fucking. Mm. Look at me one more time. You won't get this dick? Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is a big round. But couldn't pile you just play leaves? it off
1: like you were like trying to like oh, I was just being like fun, you know? Like you see in the movies where people jumps into piles of leaves. That was just that was me. Nah,
0: I this is the UK. Piles. No laughing. Stiff upper lip. It's true. Yeah. you can't get away with anything there nope mm. they got a million cameras mm-hmm. came and played off they're like you see right here that is your dick and it is wrong. no I was hard. too
1: drunk I couldn't lift myself off I kept trying but then
0: I'd fall back down
1: rapidly <laughs> yeah.
0: for uh, a 10 minutes you, could, you should have seen it it was your honor I couldn't have had sex with that pile of leaves because as you know cocaine inhibits your ability to ejaculate <laughs> I rest my case well that's why you were there for 45 minutes <laughs> fucking those leaves <laughs> $1.50 for 1,000 hens. Hamilton man desperate to rehome birds after accidentally winning auction. It's a pretty good deal, though. Yeah, that's, that's $1.50 New Zealand, yeah. so it's like 90 cents American. Yeah. Yeah, he thought he was buying like a single hen on eBay. Turns out he's buying 1,000 hens. Well, $1.50. It seems too low, too good to be true. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, fuck, I got all these, got why, these damn birds. Why don't you
1: just, I mean, I guess it's against regulations, but just be like, I made a mistake.
0: Keep the birds or sell them to someone else. He he didn't want to... All right, I'm going to accept what I've done. Do the right thing. And he he did. I think it sounds like he managed to find homes for all these chickens. Well,
1: the press will do great things. They'll find the home for him.
0: Yeah. So So that's that's, good.
1: That's some good
0: news. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. (sighs)
1: Someone's going to love those hens.
0: Yeah. He Mm could have just released them. Although, like... uh, (laughs) Feral chickens are the most annoying fucking thing on Yeah, it. no, he would be, he, he, <laughs> he did the everyone exact, would hate him. He
1: did the exact right thing because he got great press. Yeah. And if he had done the opposite thing, he would have been just a social pariah.
0: Yeah. Everyone would have fucking hated his guts. If you go to like, uh, like the North Shore in Hawaii. It's yeah. just like fucking. Random so, chickens everywhere. So many goddamn chickens everywhere. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. They will harass you. They're like, they're like the seagulls in uh, Northern California, but like on the ground. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. Talents too. Watch out.
1: Anyways, that's it for Weekly Weird News this week. Uh, Be sure to check out our other videos uh, right over here. We have a brand new episode of News Dump, where they're bringing James Dean back from the dead. And uh, they're also doing a movie about John McAfee, which sounds interesting. Yeah. In addition to that, we have a brand new episode of Tech News Day about more, uh, not bringing back from the dead, but you can just be your own robot. Yeah. So check both of those out, and we will see you guys very soon. Bye-bye. Bye.